0: To happy and healthy, I am your host Janine Amopola, and I am so excited for today's episode. If you're watching the YouTube channel, then you guys can see there is a guest for today's episode. <laughs> we have Kirby in the house today. Come on, let's go! Welcome, Kirby. Thank you. Thank are you, you are you happy and healthy today? I am happy
1: and healthy. All thanks to Janine Amopola. Go subscribe. Go oh, listen to her podcast. Thank you. <laughs> no, I'm okay. doing
0: great. I'm so happy to hear that. You guys, um, if you listened to, I think it was season one. I actually had Kirby on there way back in the day. It was like beginning of my Mm -hmm. podcast. It was when I had no equipment, nothing, like there was no YouTube. (laughs) So we've come a long way. And I also was on your podcast, which is?
1: Which is Bot and Beloved, streaming everywhere. I'm not doing video yet, but I'm in the process of like figuring all that out. So I'll probably
0: it's talk awesome. to you more about that. But yeah, it's yeah. awesome. So for those that don't know Kirby Kirby, why don't you tell them who you are, what you do, all that stuff.
1: Yeah. So my name's Kirby Kelly, formerly Kirby Minnick. Um, and I do Christian content online. So YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. I have my own podcast, like we said, called mm-hmm. Bought and Beloved every Wednesday, new episodes where we Dive into the truth of God's word, like we get into the hermeneutics, we go into all the Ooh. exegetical parts of it. Like big words, I know, right?
0: <laughs> we love
1: it. We love the big words. Um, so,
0: yeah, I think you are an incredible Bible teacher. You, you are very well, like eloquent in the way you speak. And I thought, like, who better to talk about today's topic than with Kirby? Truly, and we're tackling kind of a big topic. I just, don't, I do want to let y'all know it's a, it's about spiritual warfare, which. To a lot of people, it's very uncomfortable. It's Mm -hmm. something that they're like, no, no, no. Like, that's the one thing we're not going to talk about. We don't talk about demons. We don't talk about the devil. Like, Mm -hmm. we just want to talk about good, positive things. And I'm just like, you can't.
1: You can't grow if you just stay in the comfortable areas, for real, especially in your faith. It's like, if you don't know what's actually going on, then yeah, you're going to get hit left and right and not know what's
0: happening. Exactly. And you're going to be like, why is this happening? What's going on? And so we're kind of here today to help you guys learn about spiritual warfare, what it is, how does the enemy work, Mm -hmm. and we do want to talk about the Travis Scott concert. Um, I have been, I don't know about you, But I have not been able to stop thinking about it. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like everywhere. It's so crazy. Whatever happened there, we'll get to it. But it is just still deeply disturbing me. Mm -hmm. And I do believe there was a lot of demonic activity there. And some people may deny that. They may call me crazy. But I am going to go there in today's episode and kind of talk about that. Um, this is a big topic. It's something that, you know, scares people. People get very fearful when we talk about that. They're like, wait, does that mean that like I have demons? Does that mean that like I'm allowing the enemy to move my life? And like, we'll talk about that as well. But I do just want to open up and just say like, Hey, this is nothing you need to be afraid of. We have dominion and authority and power over it. Um, God has given us all the tools, the word of God, the armor of God. And also we are able to overcome the enemy. He will not win. He does not win. So we have the power to fight back. But it's important for us to know how does the enemy fight first and foremost? How does he work? How does he manifest? And are we allowing him into our lives? And what ways do we see in current today's culture that he's working? And that's why we'll talk about the Travis Scott thing of how it is very evident. And some people may be don't know that because they're not open and aware to it. And that doesn't mean that you're dumb. It just means that maybe you're not aware or you're not spiritually there yet, but we want to help you get there. So yeah.
1: Perfect. Perfectly said.
0: Shall we dive into <laughs> spiritual warfare?
1: Yes, we shall. Okay. It's going to be great. We should probably pray before we... Yeah. Do you want to lead us in a prayer? I definitely will. So whoever's it. listening or watching, please feel free to pray with us. Yes. But Lord... I just want to thank you so much for the opportunity that we have to, um, talk about this topic. And although for some people it might bring fear, it might bring, um, just a sense of uncomfortability. I just pray that, uh, through your truth, through knowing your truth, we would be set free from any oppression, Mm -hmm. um, from any fear, all those things that we talked about just a moment ago. Um, but God, I just pray that as we come to know your truth more, your heart more, who you've called us to be, the truth about the enemy, um, that we would just walk in boldness and without fear into culture and into every sphere that we're involved with, Lord. And so we just ask for freedom, freedom through this episode, truth through this episode, yeah. um, and just blessing that this would reach anyone and everyone who needs to hear this truth today in Jesus' name.
0: Amen. amen. So good. Mm-hmm. Um, quick side tangent, is your husband Canadian? He is. Is that rubbing off on you because you just said about Did I really? Yeah. <laughs> Did I really? I heard it and I was like I think her husband's rubbing off on her. Did I say about? You said about. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, oh my I was like I don't think she's from Canada. Nope.
1: Oh my gosh, wait! That's so funny. That is so crazy.
0: Yeah, that was that was definitely a Richard thing.
1: Dang, that's what marriage does to you, you you
0: know, to become one. That's that one flesh (laughs) showing off right there. We love marriage. Exactly, I love it. (laughs) Okay, well, now that we've opened up in prayer, we feel better. Hopefully, you feel ready to talk about this. Okay, so what would you say is spiritual warfare? Like for those that are like, I've never heard this. I don't even know what this is. What? How would you kind of describe that?
1: I think, simply put, it would be attack and oppression from the enemy.
0: Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like that
1: would be just the simplest definition of what spiritual warfare is. Because that's really what it dwindles down to. It's the enemy. It's demonic forces and opponents. Because it's like, you have Satan, but he has his, like, worker bees. Like, he has his demons that he sends out. Because he's... He's not omnipresent that like Satan's not everywhere all the time. It's like he sends people to do his dirty work for him. Right. The, the fallen angels, demons. And it's like, they come and they try to oppress us with whether it's anxiety or depression or lust so it was or thoughts straight or, up. I mean, there's so yeah. many things that we struggle with daily and we feel, especially as Christians, we might feel almost like this weight on us of like, where did this come from? Right. And I think that's where we can really target um, spiritual warfare is It's really an attack. It's, and I know we'll get into the armor of God, but it's just like this flaming dart coming out of nowhere hitting us. And it's like, like, where is this coming from? Why am I feeling this way? Why, why am I having these nightmares? Like, that's something I have too. even, even last night. And Uh, it was like, that was spiritual warfare. Like the enemy is trying to attack me in this area that I am growing in, that I need discipline in. It's, it's very apparent that it is the enemy at work trying to attack us and bring us down and Mm. the way to combat that is what john four says proper worship spirit and truth um literally word the words are weapon. yes it really
0: is if you guys aren't watching the youtube video i'm holding up my bible and i i say this all the time like the bible is our weapon it truly truly is the word of god because we're not able to know how the enemy works know who is the enemy like how do we fight back if we don't even open up the word of God mm-hmm. we can see in the Bible and like in Luke 4 and like a ton of other places in the Bible how the enemy is sneaky he's deceitful mm-hmm. he always has a half truth he lies he'll say things to you he'll tempt you he'll use things that you want. People, your dreams. I mean, he'll he'll come for you in any way that is specific to you. That may be different for Kirby. You know, she might have her own ways that the enemy tempts her. And for me, it might be different. And I do know that a lot of people kinda wanna dumb this down and kinda wanna be like, y'all are just crazy Christians. That's yeah. ridiculous. Cause like I last week on my it's so crazy, like Last week on my Instagram, I was posting about how I was feeling like something was coming. I was feeling super heavy, full of anxiety, nightmares every night, waking up at 3 a.m. It's always 3 a.m. Isn't every it single time. Same. Like that's when the enemy works. And I posted about that, and all these people were like, oh my gosh, I've been feeling this too. And it was literally insane the amount of text messages, responses. I was like, something is going on, something is happening, maybe because. Pauling was right on the corner. That's usually the devil's day, um, and then also the Travis Scott thing happened, and I was like, okay, you know, maybe something bigger is coming, or maybe it was just that. I'm not sure, um, but sometimes people want to kind of just be like, no, you're over spiritualizing it. It's not that big of a deal. And I do believe that it is a big deal because the enemy always comes in a form of light. He's deceitful. He wants to trick people and make people think like, it's not a big deal. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about it. It's fun. It's just a little bit of this, a little bit of that. It's really not that big of a deal when it really is. Like the little things can grow into something massive. And then you're all of a sudden like, how did this happen? How did I get here? Why do I feel like this? Why do I want to kill myself? It's like, well look mm-hmm. at the steps back then and, like, what were we feeding or what were we ignoring that God was like, hey, look, 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 and we were like, no. It, it wasn't really that, and so that's why we really want you guys to kind of wake up and to think, like, okay, this is not a joke. Like, the enemy is coming. He's prowling around looking for someone to devour. That's biblical. I think it's mm-hmm. like, I wrote that verse down
1: yeah. <laughs> in here
0: somewhere. And, yeah, just to read that off for you guys, First uh, Peter five eight. Be self-controlled and alert. Your, your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. And mm. He's looking for us, y'all. For real. <laughs> it's, so, it's crazy. What are some ways that you would say that spiritual warfare kind of like manifests and represents itself pretty evidently?
1: Dang, that's a good question. At least like speaking from my own experience, I think that's the best way to go about it first is... Ways that I've experienced spiritual warfare has definitely been I'll be I'll be going through a season and all of a sudden kind of like what I spoke about earlier it's it's just this weight like you even described it as that of just like this this weight that hits you out of nowhere and it's like where did this come from you can't pinpoint it sometimes no you can't but sometimes you can um and it's just like very evident attacks of the enemy I know that Like Janine said, I'm married now and so there'll be times where with my husband and I will be praying for unity and have just like a really great morning. And then all of a sudden the enemy just like tries to put a wedge in between us and it's like Mm. this very insignificant thing is just thrown our way and we just spiral and it's like. Where, where did this come from that, like, we're trying to be divided? Where did this thing come from that's trying to spark anger in me? Like, yeah. I'm not an angry person. Like, where is this coming from? So um, I think the biggest way that we can detect when, like, spiritual warfare is happening is, one, if there's temptation, obviously. Yeah. Two, if there is just something that is not um, being produced out of us that is in alignment with the fruit of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. And I think another way to just be aware of what spiritual warfare looks like is to simply just know the enemy and know his tactics and know who God is and what his voice sounds like because I think it even that the enemy will often even just like whisper lies to us or Mm -hmm. demonic oppression will come and we'll just begin believing these lies and we do the watering half the time where we just let that seed plant and grow and it like you said it manifests into this bigger issue where it's like we need to go all the way back to the seed and we need to uproot that thing and that comes through knowing the truth of God knowing what he says knowing who he is knowing who he has called us to be and knowing what the enemy is up to and and how he's trying to destroy us. Um and I was reading I have a few notes I'll read just from scripture. I mean because yeah. that's just We got to go back to it. <laughs> we have to though. Um so there's two verses I want to cover real quick. The first one, this is a verse that I say all the time, probably every podcast episode I do because it's just so good to address, but it's John 10:10. Mm. Um and it says the thief comes only This is the only reason why Satan comes. I know some people, like you said, are just like, oh, like, this is not a big deal. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, oh, well, you know, Satan, he's tempting me, and these things actually seem really appealing and great. Like, I'm going to go for it. But then you just end up not satisfied and depressed and happy, all these things. Like, opens the door to being attacked when you let your guard down. But the thief comes only to steal and kill And destroy. That's his motive towards you, towards everyone, towards God. I mean, he can't touch Jesus. Jesus avoided every temptation. Um, but, But then Jesus follows up by saying, I came that they may have life. And have it abundantly. And that's not talking about like prosperity gospel or anything like that. No. Right. Um, but that we can have life in Christ. That we can have victory in Christ. That we have um, relationship with God. Eternal relationship that starts the moment of our salvation. Um, and so that's the motive of the enemy. That's the reason why he does everything. But I want to follow up with this. And then I'll throw it back over to you just with your thoughts on this. But 1 John chapter 1, verses 15 through 17 uh, I love this verse, like, the Lord revealed this verse to me, like, really brought it to my mind, I would say probably three years ago or something, I was in university, um, and this is just so good, listen up to this, y'all, it says, do not love the world, or the things in the world, if anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him, mm-hmm. for all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh, and the desires of the eyes, and the pride of life, is not in from the Father, but is from the world, and the world is passing away along with its desires. But whoever does the will of God abides forever. Shout out to the abide Ooh, tribe. Abide
0: tribe Literally, though, <laughs> I read that. I
1: wrote it down this morning, and I was like, "Oh yeah. my gosh." <laughs> But it's so cool because it's like reading that, there's nothing new under the sun. That's the scripture as well. And when you look at Adam and Eve from the very beginning in Genesis 3, it talks about how she saw the fruit uh, to be desirable, to make her wise, that it would, um, I I need to pull up the verses like exactly, but if you actually look at it, it addresses all these things, the pride of life, Mm -hmm. the the desires of the eyes, and um, the desires of the flesh. And it's like nothing's new. From the very beginning in Genesis, we see this exact tactic. And that is how the enemy is trying to ensnare us and make us vulnerable to continuously being attacked.
0: Right. Mm -hmm. And he's not creative either. Mm -mm. That's the one thing that you all need to remember is like he cannot create because like God is the creator. Mm -hmm. So he only takes what's already there and twists it Mm -hmm. every single time. And that's what he does. The same thing in the very, very beginning. He takes what's already there and just twists it. And so he's not creative. However, he does know you, which is Mm -hmm. the hard thing is that he knows your desires. He knows what you want. He knows, like I said in the beginning, like he knows like maybe where I'm weak versus where she's weak. Mm -hmm. So, for example, say something like um, maybe he knows that you really desperately want a relationship. He's going to, you know, be like, oh, like. Uh, put all these lies in your head. Like I'm going to be forever alone. I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. Mm -hmm. Maybe no guy likes me because I'm fat or I'm this or I'm ugly or whatever it is. And he's going to make you feel like isolated. It's going to make you pull away. And you're going to be like, Oh, like no one likes me. So I'm not even going to try. I'm just going to give up. I'm just going to hide. I'm not going to tell anyone like, and it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and Mm -hmm. bigger. And that's kind of how it works. It like usually starts with something small, like a little lie and you believe it and you believe it. And it grows and grows and grows. And then you're like, Oh my gosh, like, no wonder why I hate myself now. No wonder why I haven't dated in the last two years. I've been hiding and mm-hmm. so it's it's really something for you guys to reflect on is to kinda like, okay, what what are the lies I already have in my head? What are things I'm believing? What are the desires? How is the enemy gonna come for those? Mm-hmm. And I once heard this saying, um, where there is opportunity, there's opposition. Mm-hmm. And so wherever there's an opportunity for you to either grow or to know Jesus more, to walk out on your calling and your purpose more, for you to know Jesus more, for something big to happen for the kingdom of God, the enemy is going to come and fight back 10 times more. And so if this podcast or Kirby's podcast or what we're doing is setting people free, it's declaring God's truth, it has the word of God, it's genuinely helping people, don't you think that the enemy is going to come for us 10 times more? One hundred. And he does. And that's why I believe that there is all this spiritual warfare and the lack of sleep and the nightmares and the tremors and whatever. However, when you become a spiritual, uh, a more deeper spiritual person in the word of God, you're able to identify easier and quicker. Mm -hmm. So you're like, Nope, I'm fighting back. I know what that is. So instead of being like, why am I feeling this? And why am I having these nightmares and this anxiety? You're like, I know what that is. And I'm going to put an end to it right now. And so you are able to identify it quicker. And then you fight back 10 times more. And so honestly, like, As you're going through the spiritual life, as you're and your Christian life, maybe you're a new believer, you're you know a longtime believer. This is the forever walk of being a believer. Is the battle between. You know, spiritual principalities in it says right here in Ephesians six, eleven, twelve, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. Mm-hmm. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against authorities, against cosmic powers over this present darkness, against spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. And this is what we're trying to say Mm -hmm. is that it's just not a a battle between flesh and blood. It's an actual spiritual battle Mm -hmm. that we need to be able to be quicker to identify so we can fight back even more.
1: I think that's so good because not only does the enemy know us, because he's been observing us, and he's just been observing humanity. Like he knows where where our – I mean, simply like just this, it's like he knows how to attack us in these three ways, like the desires of the flesh, like what, what does our flesh crave? Like he's going to throw everything at us to see what it is that we nip at. And he's going to keep tempting us with that probably for as long as we live to try and get us to stumble and to fall. Like we need to be aware of our own flesh and where it is that we are susceptible to giving into temptation, where it is that we are weak um talking about the the desires of the eyes. What is it that we are attracted to that we continue right. to give our attention and our affection towards? Like and I even associate that kind of just like with worship and with idolatry. Totally. Like what it what is it that we so often fixate um our worship towards instead? Because all these things allow us to put our guard down. Right. And then the last thing, just the pride of life, things that we pride ourselves in. Mm -hmm. I need this. I have to have this. I'm nothing without this. It's like we build up this, this platform in a way only to have him knock it down. And then it's like, well, I'm nothing. I'm nothing without this thing. And it's like, no, we have to be separated from every single thing of this world and know who we are in God. And so alongside the enemy knowing us and just humanity in general, he knows the truth too. Like he he was an angel in heaven. We read that in Ezekiel. We read that in Isaiah about how he fell. It's straight up in Isaiah. It's Ezekiel 28 and um, Isaiah 14. But, it's really interesting because it's like he knows the truth. And like you said, he is going to twist it. He is a master manipulator and right. he wants to manipulate us. He wants to manipulate us. He's going to gaslight us. He is going yeah. to push us down. He is going to do everything he can to keep us in his court and not in, you know, the the courts that God wants us to be in, of worship, of praise, of adoration towards him, of living in freedom and victory and in his provision. Um And so I just wanted to add that, that not only does he know our our flesh and us as humanity, but he knows what the word says and he's going to twist it, manipulate it, try and get you to deny it. Um, Even the simple truths of, of I'm not enough. Well, what Jesus died for you. And even if you weren't enough in your own efforts, he made you enough. He is enough in your, in your weakness. He, he is strong and he, like there there is use for where we fall short he comes in and that's the glory of God praise and amen, amen. and and you know even feeling like well god's not there god yeah. is not there he he's not listening to me because he's not answering my prayer that's not true we return to the word he hears every single prayer we know that from 1 John we know that from multiple scriptures yeah. but we also know that he executes his good and perfect will and we need to be aligned with that and so that's why i'm so passionate about just the word of God and returning to that because the Bible is not just historical. It's not just good for literary context and all those things. It is the word of God and thus it is a spiritual book. Like if we're going into spiritual warfare, we have to bring in this spiritual book that equips us with all the wisdom and knowledge we need Um, to go about fighting, but also all the wisdom and knowledge that we need uh, about God to call on him to come in as well, because we're called to go forward in the battle, but he goes with us, you know, he's he's our provision and our protector, but we're also called to go in and to fight too, not be passive and just sit back and, and act as if it's not really happening.
0: That is so good. That was a bar. I'm like, let's go. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. If you're watching the YouTube video, I just recentered the camera. <laughs> okay, yeah, I love what Kirby had to say. Something that I wanted to touch upon after you you talked about what we're looking at. Mm-hmm. That is a massive thing that needs to be talked about because – what we are entertaining and watching and listening, reading, everything that we do are can all be potentially portals into our lives to let the enemy work. And so, mm-hmm. you know, again, we will get to this at the end with the Travis Scott concert, but music plays a massive part into this. Yep. Uh, movies play a massive part into this. Like, that's why I literally... Never watch demonic scary movies. I will not. I do not let that into my house. Like, I'm like, not today, Satan. Mm -hmm. Not ever. And my dad raised me to know that, to be like, do not watch that. You know, you'll otherwise you're entertaining things. And again, people are like, it's just funny. It's just a movie. And I'm like, it always is fun in the very beginning, but it's all fun and games until someone gets hurt. Mm -hmm. And eventually you get hurt or you are like, why do I feel all anxious and I can't sleep and I have this and I have tight chest pains and all this stuff and it's like, What doors have you opened for the enemy to work? What have you allowed for him to do in your life? And so that could even be people. That could be going to mediums. That could be playing Ouija boards. That could be crystal balls. That could be crystals, tarot cards. I mean, please, y'all. Like, we're saying this out of love. We're not Mm -hmm. trying to be crazy Christians. We're genuinely just trying to be like, hey, please rethink what you're watching, what you're listening to, because everything has more meaning to it than we like to admit. Mm -hmm. And Sometimes it's times, like, where I'm, like, fighting with myself. I'm like, oh, I really want to listen to that song. I really want to watch that movie. But I start saying, no, I'm not going to gratify the desires of my flesh. I'm going to gratify my spirit. Mm -hmm. And it gets easier to say no to that stuff. But I realize that that stuff does affect me, whether that's actually, like, anxiety or lustful thoughts. Like, it can manifest different for you. For me, it might be lustful thoughts. And so I'm trying to be really, like, active to be like, okay, no. Like, I'm not going to allow the enemy to work in my life there. So I'm going to shut that door. I'm not going to play that music. I'm not going to watch that movie. I'm not going to go to Haunted House. I'm not going to, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Just because we do have to be careful what doors we've let into our lives for the enemy to work. Mm-hmm.
1: I think another potential danger with that is not only opening that door and by opening that door, it really is letting your guard down. It's like Mm, you're you're allowing yourself to be vulnerable. You're allowing yourself to be attacked in a way that you shouldn't be. And otherwise you probably wouldn't had you not entertained that, that, that thought, the flesh, whatever it might be. It it might seem like you said, silly and fun and, Oh, this can't really have that much of an effect. But I think that is also, um, the sad reality that it's either, I think it really is so much of a polar of, oh, well, I'm experiencing all these things because I'm opening this door. But so many of us have also grown numb to it. That it's like, well, you know, I'm watching these things and uh, I'm listening to these things and, oh, they're all just jokes. It's all just funny. But it's like, if you are in the word and you really take it seriously, and I'm not saying this to condemn anybody, but it's just like, if you're in the word and you're really taking the words of Jesus seriously, it's like you are going to go about what, what the world is putting out with precaution, especially yeah. when it is um, trying to appease or, or play with the things that God calls an abomination, like mm, he straight up good. calls it an abomination. He calls us to to look at these things with warning, with mm. adherence of like, these are not things I'm supposed to be partaking in. And maybe you have grown numb to it and you're like, this doesn't mean anything to me. I would say check your flesh with that. Yeah. Because it's like, if you, if in all honesty, you know, okay, these are the things that I'm attracted to and I like to watch and I don't see any issue with but at the end of the day, you know it doesn't agree with the word. It's like, what is, what is causing you to not yeah. want to give that up? because that's something that you need to address that's a root there that you need to address if you're not willing to give up something and you've just grown complacent and comfortable with it like the enemy will also work in complacency and comfortability not just the straight up spiritual warfare attacks because it makes christians seem crazy it makes us seem crazy when we're like no there's all this stuff happening behind the scenes and it's like So many people are blind to it and and aren't aware of it because they simply just won't even address it. But we have to address it. We have to go to the source. We have to go to the word. Mm -hmm. And we have to armor up with truth so we can be able to detect and see those things um, to protect us and to bring warning to other people who are inviting something in that will eventually lead to a whole cluster of other things happening. Like you never know what that could trail off and lead to Mm. for real.
0: That's so good, truly. And I do think what she's saying is super important. Like, if you're becoming numb and you're not even feeling convicted anymore, I think that's a really scary place to be to where you don't feel that tug anymore and you're not feeling guilty. Um, not that we we don't want you to feel guilty. That mm-hmm. Guilt is from the enemy and shame and condemnation. But I want you to have a godly conviction and so just to be careful okay am I becoming numb to sin am I becoming numb to the things that are not of God like because mm-hmm. the Bible does say hey be holy as I'm holy pure as I'm pure and I really want that to continually be my heart posture mm-hmm. and another verse I kind of wanted to go back to that you kind of talked about about um, the enemy knows the truth he knows the Bible he knows who Jesus is mm-hmm. there's a verse that says James two, 2 nineteen that says You believe that God is one, Uh, you do well. Even the demons believe and shudder. So the Bible is very clear that like even the the enemy and Satan knows the Bible. He will use stuff like that, false prophets towards Mm -hmm. you. That's why, again, like to know the truth, to know who God is, what is right, what really is the truth, we have to read the Bible because that's Mm -hmm. where we know when someone is deceiving us or coming for us, or when something doesn't sit right with your spirit, if you feel that ping in your spirit, you're like, huh, something doesn't feel right. That's God telling you, like, hey, this is not true. It's not true. Mm-hmm. And, or that's a lie. And so, again, if you go to, um, uh, John 8 4 4 it says you belong to your father the devil and you want to carry out your father's desires he was a murderer from the beginning not holding to the truth for there is absolutely no truth in him this in the enemy there's no truth in him where he lies he speaks his native language for he is a liar and the father of the lies like literally that is like straight out of the bible and there's this new book i actually want to read it it's from john mark comer did you get that book too live no lies were you at next gen summit i couldn't go dang it Oh no. it was so good we all got this book from john mark comer called live no lies and it's basically ways to kind of like identify the lies that the enemy is speaking at you Mm. i really recommend that book because y'all that's all he can do is speak lies
1: yeah so first of all what you said was So good that literally everything that comes from the mouth of the enemy is a straight-up lie. But in knowing that, in contrast to that, we can trust that everything that comes from the mouth of God is true, right? We can trust that. It's truth. Um, And I was going to say something else with that. Oh, um that if we truly had our best interest in mind, because I think at the end of the day, all of us can agree, well, I want what's best for me, right? This is the happy and healthy podcast. Like, I want to have a happy and healthy life. I want what's best for me. That's why I'm tuning in. Um, But if we truly had our best interest in mind, we would align our hearts, um, our actions, our words, our attitude, our thoughts with the will of God and what he has to say for us. Because he has our best interest in mind. Like, go read scripture. I know we keep saying that, but if you start from the very beginning and you read about God's heart for his creation, for his people, who he loves, like, it is to to protect them, to have them living a life of freedom um, and a life of peace, right, and a life that is within his presence, because in his presence, there's all those things and more. There's abundant life. Mm-hmm. Jesus came to bring us life and life abundantly, as we said, um. So just keep in mind that with all the things that God might be convicting you of or calling you to give up or the things that we might be saying that you want to go to the scriptures for yourself and read and test, do it. Like, But know that impl- implementing those things and as you implement those things, um, you have to take it at face value and implement it because it is truly what is best for you. But I wanted to back up real quick before we move forward about just talking about um, sin and how some of us might not feel that conviction anymore. And I think that a lot of people might be in that boat of, I'm just living in my sin, I'm delighting in my sin, and I just can't believe that this is where I'm at in my life. I Mm. never imagined that I would be this numb to the voice of God, the conviction of the Holy Spirit. And just one thing I want to encourage with real quick is in Psalm 51. I was flipping through my notes if you were watching the video. <laughs> I promise I wasn't ignoring anything Janine said.
0: Yeah, and I'm like. I keep typing down here. Yeah,
1: literally you and I are like just like <laughs> checking everything. It's so funny. Um, but go read Psalm 51 if that's you. And the reason why is because it talks about the love of God and it also breaks down sin, transgression, and iniquity. And those mm-hmm. are three words we hear a lot throughout scripture. And we all just assume it's sin, which it is, but like it's deeper than that. Um, You know, sin is to miss the mark. It's anything that falls short of the glory of God. Transgression is to willfully trespass, to intentionally choose disobedience. Like, Mm. I am choosing to make this decision that I know is wrong. But iniquity is to continue throughout transgression, to continue to choose sin without repentance. And a lot of us are consumed by our iniquities where it's like, I don't even have the heart to repent. Because wow. of this sin, I'm going to keep doing this sin. It's, it's a premeditated choice to sin. Um, and if it's left unrepented, it's going build, to build up to willful sin and no fear of God. And we need to have a healthy fear of God of knowing that, yes, he is loving and kind and, and merciful and all these things. But yeah. he's also just and he despises sin, not you, but the sin you're in because it's yeah. destroying you and you've become numb to it. So um, it's just really sweet how Gosh. Psalm 51, it's it's I believe uh, from David saying, create in me a clean heart, oh, yeah. like this is a man known as being a man after God's own heart. And even so deep in his sin, unrepented sin, um, in choosing to repent, recognize who God is, he was able to find freedom and experience forgiveness. So just go read that psalm if that's you, because... If that's you, if you have unrepented sin in your life, there's hope for you. It's a sucky place to be. I've been there. Yep. Maybe Janine's been, been there. there. We've all been there. <laughs> been there so done. So just that. know that there is hope for you that if you're stuck in that rut, you can get out of it. And God wants to get you out of it. So you can live, um, I don't say prosperous in prosperity gospel way, but you can live a prosperous life. After him having victory over the enemy and where he has you right now,
0: man, that's so good. I love the breakdown of the three versions of that. I've actually Mm -hmm. never heard that before.
1: I'll send you a screenshot. Yeah, please.
0: That was really, really good. Mm -hmm. And I love that you also ended with the fact that there is hope because Mm -hmm. we can come on here and be like, he's coming for you and spiritual (laughs) warfare and da da da. (laughs) And like, I don't know. Like, and it's like you're probably like, oh my gosh, like, okay, what do I do? What do I do? I'm scared. But to give you guys some encouragement, and then we'll get into Travis Scott. Yeah. Um, Luke 10, 19 says, Behold, I have given you authority to tread on the serpents and the scorpions Mm -hmm. over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall hurt you. We literally have the power of the Holy Spirit, the power of God, to overcome everything. I think there's another verse in here. Little children, this is 1 John 4, 4. Little children, you are from God and have overcome them for he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. Mm -hmm. Guys, he gives us power and authority to overcome this. So you don't have to fear. We don't have to live in like, oh my gosh, like what if the enemy comes for you? It's like, what if he does? Like you have the power Mm -hmm. to fight back with the name of Jesus, which is why I don't fear a lot of the times. I don't live in fear. So when I do feel like I wake up at 3 a.m. and I'm scared or I have a little bit of a moment of like, oh my gosh i usually pray i rebuke things i like say the name of jesus over myself and it sounds crazy i've literally anointed my whole house in oil like i've done all of it because i really do believe in it and i do believe that you know no man can come and hurt me because i carry the presence of god and who he is with me everywhere i go and the name of jesus can overcome literally anything and so Mm -hmm fear not, please don't worry. We're just trying to help you identify these things and also fighting back by reading Ephesians 6. That is definitely something you should read as Ephesians 6, the armor oh my of God.
1: Gosh. For sure. I know that Priscilla Shire did a really good, um, she wrote a book on the armor of God and has like a Bible study that goes with it. So if you need to actually like be disciplined and want to dive deeper into the armor of God, I would recommend so her series good. on that as well because like we need to be suited up. We need to be suited up. If we're going to war, spiritual war, like a a soldier doesn't just sit on the sidelines. They're like, okay, my lieutenant's going to go fight everyone for me. It's like, no, we are called to be warriors as well, to be soldiers um, and to go out onto the battlefield prepared as well. And so that's why it is important to have spiritual disciplines, getting in the word, prayer, worship, surrounding yourself with community, Fasting. I mean, there are different spiritual disciplines we can implement to um, usher in. I mean, God's, God is always there, but the spiritual disciplines help us to know Him more, to step into His presence, and to, to get into a posture and a place of hearing Him and being ministered to Him, and to minister to Him um, so as good. we praise Him. So just know that with the armor of God, you have a responsibility as a Christian to suit up and to go out and to call out. <laughs> The, the enemy and his schemes and what he is doing to you, your family, your friends, people, Travis Scott, like yeah. we need to be prayerful for people because just yeah. as we said, like there is still hope. For everyone out there, saved and not saved, to make yep. a decision and to be free. Like, the enemy is going to trick us and think that he has us right where he has us and we're never going to be freed from that. Yeah. But no, the reality is is that we have to put in the work. God is going to put a lot of work in us and redeeming us and freeing us and breaking off chains. But we also have to put in the work to suiting up and training like, like you know, a, a Navy Soldier doesn't go out there, a Navy SEAL doesn't go out there completely unprepared to do the task that he's been given. It's like they have to train and prepare, and we have to do that too if we're going into spiritual warfare or just any attack that the enemy's bringing on us. That's our responsibility, and it's right here. It's right in front of us. We're privileged to have a book that tells us exactly the the tactics of the enemy and how to
0: defeat him. Uh So good. I love that you mentioned Priscilla Shire because I actually literally listened to her message at Passion. Um, it was literally the one of the best sermons I She's have heard. Awesome. It's called, um, and I will have a hopefully link down below. I'll have my um, podcast coordinator link it for y'all. Um, it's called Your Spiritual Battle, and I think it's like winning. Uh, here, let's see. Your Spiritual Battle and the Armor of God Full Teaching. It was from five months ago. It has 1.8 million views for a reason. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. She popped off. I was like, oh, whoa. Like, this is what the podcast needs to listen to. So, definitely check that out. Um, Okay. Shall we transition and close out the podcast? Just to slightly talk about the Travis Scott situation Mm -hmm. and what went down there. Let's do it. (laughs) First and foremost, I want to just give... You know, my condolences to the families that have Mm -hmm. lost family members, people that have lost friends. I mean, they're saying that eight people passed away, but I have a feeling it's more than eight. More and more reports keep coming out. It's so
1: sad. It is so
0: sad. Very, very sad. And I I have been so disturbed by it. Like, when I first heard about it, I thought it was a shooting, and then someone was like, oh, no, no, like, it was like a stampede, and people were, like, stepping on each other, and then I heard that people were – Sticking needles in other people. Yeah. And of course, there's a lot of speculation. There could be rumors that are spreading. There was 50,000 people. Like, a lot of unknowns could happen. I wasn't there. You know, I did talk to people that were there that were like, hey, some some of the media is just not true what they're saying. I was there. You know, this actually happened. And so, I'm not here to kind of, well. Wait, is it recording? It's recording. Okay. And that's what we mean when they, we say spiritual warfare. My camera, rid- like, literally just stopped filming and didn't record the last, like, 20 minutes. So we have the audio. Sorry if you're watching the YouTube video. It just f- straight up froze. So that's what we mean, spiritual warfare. Literally. It's been, like,
1: one thing after the next. Yes. Not Not because of you. It's literally just been, like, little things where it's like, this has never happened before. Yeah.
0: No, truly, that hasn't. That was so weird. Okay, so sorry.
1: Um, I don't know what I was saying. Well, we were talking about the Travis Scott incident, and we were just oh yeah, kind of just talking about, like, Maybe there were misconceptions in the media. We don't fully we don't know totally what happened because we weren't there. Right.
0: But The one thing, though, that I feel like I can say after watching all the TikToks mm-hmm. and people describing it is it blows my mind that people said they felt like it was literally hell. I know. People said they could not breathe. They were suffocated. It felt demonic. It felt spiritual. They felt a dark energy. And I'm like, okay, that is no, like, coincidence.
1: I mean, he's been known to say, and correct me if I'm wrong in the comments, if I've got the yeah. wrong artist in mind, but I'm pretty sure Travis Scott was the one who on stage said at a previous concert, like, y'all are all going to hell with me. And it's just like, goes over mm. everybody's heads. Yeah. And then it's like you have a, a, a an event like this where there's just lawlessness, lawlessness everywhere with how... Um, the, the people are encouraged to behave and react. I'm not saying everyone yeah. did, but a lot of people like Travis Scott's audience is known to act out in lawlessness yeah. with like jumping over the fences like security guards. There's videos of security guards linking up and praying beforehand because they're like, it's about like, it's about oh to gosh, crazy. Oh my gosh, that's so scary. I know.
0: Yeah. And I mean, I heard obviously they like oversold tickets or the whole venue was just that one space that everyone broke into was just too small. Um, I mean, again, there's just so many speculations and overall it's just very sad, but either way, like just, I mean, I'm not trying to be again, this over spiritual Christian, but there are so many like similarities and things that are crossing Mm -hmm. over from like satanic images to his concert, to what he was wearing, to the fire, to like the Holy dove spirit being burned in the fire. Um, and then also the whole, see on the other side. I, know. I mean, just, Did you know, the stage is also in an upside down cross. Yeah, I saw in? that. I saw I'm that. Like,
1: I'm like, there are so many little things that it's like, yeah. why does this accusation sound out of the ordinary? Like, right. especially for people who are so convinced of the gospel and truth and, and in a world, mm-hmm. even if you don't believe in. Christianity. So many people are into the New Age spirit, spiritualism, yeah. where it's like this bad energy. It's like, yeah, yeah. Of course you're feeling that because it's like, what? Even if he's not trying to open those doors, yeah. it's like,
0: yeah, it's he br- it's is. breeding in that whole situation. Yep. Yeah, and again, like it's hard because you know, as I'm going through the videos on TikTok, like there's people being like, it wasn't that. It was the best concert of my entire life. Like I literally had a friend that went there and was like. I don't know and he's not a Christian so that's totally fine but he was like it was the best concert of my entire life. I don't know what y'all are talking about like all the demonic rituals. He's like y'all sound crazy. And then there's other people that were like no, it literally felt like hell. I could not breathe. I mean, it's there it, there's just there's 50,000 people and the fact that so many people are saying that. I look at the stuff and I'm like, of course. Like it's just it was literally a breeding ground for the enemy and we let the enemy work and like now I feel like I sound like this old mom I like I truly I'm like oh my gosh like is this who I've become but genuinely like my dad used to say stuff to me like why are you listening to that and why are you watching it and I was like frick off dad like yeah. I want to listen to it anyway and now I feel like oh my gosh I am my dad I know. but like it is true you guys that's why the bible is clear about that and like why our parents are looking out for us because that, that stuff really is dangerous and I literally like went yesterday and I deleted any song I had from Travis Scott in my phone Like, anything. Because I had some some of his music in my phone, and I was like, nope, I deleted all of it.
1: I doubt I do, but if I do, (laughs) then I need to do that, too. For real. Yeah.
0: I would definitely say, like, growing up, like, rap music was my weakness. Like, loved it. Oh, yeah. Like, I love anything rap, anything hip-hop, anything like that. And so that was, like, my weakness was like, oh, but I really want to listen to it. And so – definitely over the last couple of years, I have been shedding that like one by one by one. And I mainly listen to worship music now because I really do. It ma- it, it matters and believe I, I believe, oh my gosh, I'm struggling. You guys, I'm really struggling. <laughs> She's like, got you it. got this. I believe that it matters what you fill your mind with. And so um, I'm starting to get rid of more of that music and, Just after seeing everything that went down, it's like, okay, whose real responsibility Mm -hmm. was it? Because some people are like, why did Travis Scott not stop? But then I'm like, okay, well, he's trying to make his money. You know, everyone is fed by money. And so I'm like, he probably was like, nope, I'm trying to get my full money. And then, you know, it's just kind of like, there's 100,000 people there, 50,000 people. I'm sure he could not see everything that went down. But... I do think, you know, he was asked to stop several times. He did pause a couple times, but just kept going. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, really, who's who really is to blame? I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And the fans, too, they, they were crazy. Never, no one was looking out for each other. Everyone was just like, I want to get to the front. Screw you. Of course, there were some people helping each other. Yeah. But it seems like that was the mentality of the audience was that they were like, I don't care about you. I'm trying to seize Travis Scott. Screw mm-hmm. you. Whether you get stepped on, I'm going.
1: It's just sad. I mean, at the end of the day, it's like we need to be watchful and prayerful, Yeah, like straight up. We need to have our eyes open, and we need to be praying, praying for people, praying yeah. for our nation, our world, people in the entertainment industry who are feeding everybody. Like,
0: yeah, like that, is,
1: that is where our eyes are looking to for so many things. It's like we yeah. need to be praying for revival or for at least things to be brought to the light. It's like if it's not going to be redeemed because – People are so hardened in heart, at least let it be brought to the light so those who are willing to repent can see it and choose to walk in the way Mm. of righteousness and not lawlessness. Like, we got to be watchful and Mm -hmm. prayful. That's seriously just at the end of the day, that's it.
0: And I do think it was kind of interesting. I did see a couple comments from people being like, I'm not even a believer or a Christian. And they're like, I can definitely testify Mm -hmm. that like something dark went there. This has opened my eyes. I'm like, that's what it looks like when God uses something bad Mm -hmm. and sad that happened to use now for his glory. Because if that can open someone's eyes to be like, this is the truth. Wake up, you know, see what's happening here and turn people towards him. Mm -hmm. He'll use it. You know, it's not that he allowed that, but he'll use that. Mm -hmm. And so um, it definitely had very, very sad. Um, Just the videos were really hard to watch almost like oh very yeah. disturbing. I had to
1: stop. I had to stop I had just got seeing the, full the on body chills. Yeah. Just seeing like people's bodies being carried and everything. Like yeah. I, I had to stop. Like my husband had, I was like, you have to take my phone. I can't do this. Cause it's just like
0: so crazy. It's so
1: sad. And I think even just like people become numb to seeing that stuff all the time, stuff on the news, stuff in media. And it's like, mm-hmm. Lord, like keep my heart in this place of uh, like, give me a heart of flesh that like mourns for this stuff that's happening that actually is just like seeing the wickedness of the world and not just passing over yeah. it. So, I mean, again, like, condolences to the friends, the families mm-hmm. like who've lost loved ones, children. I mean, children that were there. It's yeah, like, we need to be so sad. we need to be praying for those families. We need to be praying for Travis Scott and his family. Like, yeah, we do. He, as, even though it seems like he is so far gone, and maybe he doesn't have a willing or repentant heart or knows God or anything. I believe he grew up Christian. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure he did. And it's like there is still hope while his heart is still beating. Like yeah, we have amen. to pray that the Lord touches his family and and gets a hold of him and humbles him and um just brings him into true fullness in life because it's not going to be found in anything in this world. No earthly
0: pleasure amen. can...
1: Ever sustain what we were made for, and we were made for a relationship with God. So, I mean, as much as it's easy to wave the finger of condemnation right. at Travis Scott and all these people, because I do it too, like it's so good yeah. cool to jump to that place, but it's like right. we also need to have compassion in praying and really interceding for those people because they have these platforms and they're influencing people, whether it is you know, in light or in darkness, like there is, there is some force behind it. And it's Mm -hmm. like, is it going to be a force for good, the Holy Spirit, or is it going to be a demonic spirit that's attaching itself to these people? We need to
0: pray. Facts. Yeah. And the last thing I'll say is just that the enemy comes in the form of a light. Like even there was a verse actually wrote down that um, even the enemy comes as, wait, where is it? I want to make sure as an
1: angel of light.
0: Yes. Thank you. Second Corinthians 11, 14 and no wonder for even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. Mm-hmm. So just be careful because you know, like I said, everything's fun and games in the beginning. You're going, it's fun. It's like so enticing all the lights, all the stage, yeah. the person, and I get it. Concerts are fun. You know, I'm not trying to be legalistic here. I'm truly yeah. not. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not telling you what to do. Um, please don't think that, but I just do want you guys to be more aware and just to think, okay, what am I allowing in my life? Mm -hmm. Um, is this, you know, uplifting, is this good for me? Is this drawing me closer to God? Mm -hmm. Um, and so just, yeah, like I, I love what she said, pray for Travis Scott, pray for Kylie Jenner, pray for the family, um, because they do have so much impact and influence on this generation and people are looking to them for answers and they're not giving any, Mm -hmm. you know, they're causing people to be more confused in a lot of ways. And so I hope that going forward for, for his concerts, if he continues to do those or whatever, that he is wiser and smarter. There's more security They are way better at whatever they do as far as planning. And I kind of hope that Travis Scott and Kylie Jenner like donate some money to the families for their funerals yeah. and that they, you know, besides just saying on Instagram, like, I'm really sorry. I hope that they'll actually kind of be like, hey, can we like help They're your families? Can we donate? Can we, you know, how can we help? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that'd be my final thoughts.
1: Yeah. I guess my final thought would be, talking about you know an angel of light it's just test test the spirits yeah test the spirits i mean there's the holy spirit and then there's other spirits out there that are trying to replicate or be a facade and it's like they'll just come at you with one degree off and lead you down a completely different path that is not in alignment with truth. So I would recommend reading John. I believe it's John 14, 15, and 16 that really dives into who the Holy Spirit is. Yeah, and the time. helper. Yeah, literally our helper. Like, he yeah. will help you um, to discern what is true and all of those things. So don't have fear with that either of, like, an angel of light. Like, how am I even going to be able yeah, to tell with just, yeah. like, him being a manipulator? It's like, fam the word it is so clear it will help you see clearly um yeah that's what I would leave off with
0: amen that's so good well mm-hmm. thank you so Yay. much Kirby for doing this podcast with me thanks for having me um we know this was like a little bit more serious or whatever um but good but it's good stuff it's yeah. truth and we just want to help you guys out and it was really nice to have someone kind of bounce things off mm-hmm. of um because sometimes it's hard to take these topics on by yourself yeah but thank you, Kirby, so much. Make sure you guys check out all her stuff, her podcast, um, your Instagram. Anything else you want to promote? Uh, yeah, I also do speaking and preaching. So you can reach out to me
1: at kirby-kelly.com if you want me Heck to yeah, baby. speak and preach because I love to do that too as well as create content online.
0: So awesome. Yeah, all the links will be down below. Again, Please don't be in fear. Don't live in fear. There is a hope. You have the name of Jesus. You know, God's on your side. He's fighting with you, fighting for you. And just know you have the armor of God to fight back in the word of God. So love you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Sorry for all the weird issues going on. Spiritual warfare is real, y'all. Subscribe to the YouTube channel if you have not yet. I post these every single Tuesday, and I will see you guys next Tuesday. Until then, stay happy and healthy. Bye, guys.